Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and on today's show, a very special guest. Most of us know her as the popular anchor of Inside Edition, but she is also a best-selling author and entrepreneur. We are excited to have Deborah Norville with us this morning. The two-time Emmy winner will chat about her career and about a new television project she's working on. Good morning, Deborah. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm so good. You know what? I am really excited to talk to you because I have so many colleagues who have interviewed you, and I always hear them gush about how gracious and forthcoming you are. So it's finally my turn. Well, that's so sweet. Thank you. It's exciting to be on with you. Yes. Well, many of us know you, of course, from watching you anchor Inside Edition. You've stayed with the program for over 20 years. The show has stood the test of time in a very, well, changing industry. Why do you think that is, and why have you stayed so long? Well, I think I stayed because um, my kids were small, Mm -hmm. and it was a good place for me to be, right? Every night I would be home, I would be able to make dinner, check the homework, and do all that sort of stuff. And that was really why I came to Inside Edition. I was expecting my second child. I was at CBS News as a correspondent and um, actually turned down a weekend anchor job because I was going to be on the road the rest of the week, and I just didn't think I could do that Mm -hmm. and be the kind of wife and mom I wanted to be. So I made a pretty significant career step um, for my family, and that's why I stayed here was for my family. Now my kids are all in college or out, so I can't use my family as an excuse (laughs) anymore. Now I just like it. Um, You know, I, I like the people I work with. I like... The, the, the type of material, the variety of it. And at this point, Inside Edition is an iconic show. You know, we've been on the air almost 30 years. You can count on one hand with some fingers missing the number of shows in syndication that have lasted that long. And so we've got this great brand equity with our audience, and, um, and there's a real value in that. So I'm, I'm delighted that uh, my bosses here at Inside Edition want to want to keep playing with me because I really love what I do. Yeah, well, and and the ratings are awesome um, and have been since you joined the show. So that's a testament to to what you bring to the table. My question is, have did you always know you wanted to do this? I, I read somewhere that you, that you I think, did your first interview when you were a teen, like 19 or something like that? Yeah, I am. Um... Yeah, I've pretty much known since I was a senior in high school that this is what I wanted to do. I was in a contest called the America's Junior Miss Pageant, which was not a beauty contest. It was for high school seniors. <gasps> I was, was in that. Fun. I did yeah, that, too, well, my senior back. year in high school a long time ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it, it's, it's changed so much it doesn't really exist anymore. But no. anywho, it was televised by CBS. I wanted to be a lawyer, and I saw the people who were working behind the scenes, working like dogs, but mm-hmm. loving what they did. And I thought, whoa, production looks like so much fun. But I really want to be a lawyer because I like research. So I thought, well, you could do research and, and production if you were a um, TV reporter. So that's how, that's how I kind of gravitated toward television um, because I really believe facts are your friend. I love following the paper trail and seeing you know where the story takes you. And that's why I'm, I'm loving this new show that I've got on the Reels channel. It's on Wednesday nights at 9. It's a single issue, a single story that we go 
very deeply into. So we've got an hour of television time. You can really get into the nuance. So last week, we focused on the Bill Cosby scandal. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that someone as iconic as Mr. Cosby could find himself accused by close to 60 women of these terrible sexual assaults? And, and what really happened? So let's hear from some of these women. And let's hear, well, how did you know Bill Cosby? How did you get in this situation? Why didn't you run? Why, why did you allow yourself to be in a room alone with him? Well, it's Bill Cosby. Right. He's, you know, he's Mr. Mr. America's dad. He's the Jell-O Pops guy. Of course you felt comfortable around him. And, and that opened these women to the opportunity uh, to be assaulted. Well, how do you make sense of this? Well, we've spoken with some women who call themselves survivors of Bill Cosby. And one of the things that they have done is they have successfully... Um, lobbied in the state of California to have the statute of limitations eliminated. So as of January 1st of this year, if a man or woman is raped or sexually assaulted, there is no statute of limitations. There is no clock that if the perpetrator can run out the clock, they'll never have to account for what they've done. So it doesn't do anything for the women and men who are previous victims of sexual assault, but Going forward in the state of California, there is always the possibility that that the assailant will be held to justice. That's significant for these women, and they're taking that success in California and working to try to have it replicated in other states. And then what happens with Bill Cosby? What's going to happen with him? Well, we'll know in June when the trial begins uh, if this one case in Pennsylvania, which was just about to expire, the statute of limitations, we'll know if, if there will be any um, any guilty verdict in that. But it'll be a very interesting trial. This week we're going to be looking at the boy band scandal. NSYNC and Backstreet Boys made tens of millions of dollars as two of the most popular groups, literally the most popular thing they had in America since the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and yet they had practically nothing to show for it. How is that possible? We're going to look into the scam that happened with that. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and this is a special morning because we have the rare opportunity to talk with Emmy award-winning journalist and Inside Edition anchor Deborah Norville. She is telling us about her amazing career and a new television project she's working on called Exposed with Deborah Norville. Let's get back to our conversation. These are really powerful storylines that you're following. And I was going to ask you what attracted you to the project, but I see because you said you love facts. And this is like really getting behind the story. And, and I feel like you can really dig deep in yeah. in these episodes into like, you know, what is it? You're sitting there with these people that have accused, you know, uh, you know, an icon of sexual assault mm-hmm. that have, I mean, this must be, you know, right in your wheelhouse in terms of, you know, what you're good at and, and what you like doing. Well, totally. And, and just, you know, like this program right now, you have the luxury of a lengthy interview show on the radio. Most of your work on the radio, I am sure, is, you know, the routine run and gun. You get like a minute and a half to maybe have a conversation with somebody. Yep. So once you get past the hello, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. That was 15 seconds of your interview. Exactly. So this is really great to have the opportunity to speak in detail um, with you. And it's the same thing with the the, um, the interview show. I mean, on the Cosby thing last week, there's one moment you're talking to people who've been assaulted, say they've been assaulted, mm-hmm. and so you have to ask the question, please tell me what happened. And this one woman who actually is, is an actor and was a star, a guest star on the Cosby show, goes into almost PTSD on camera 
You're she kidding me. She can't go to her temples, and she winces as though she's in pain, and she sort of bends over, and she says, it's not just that remembering it is emotionally hard. She says, your body physically recalls the assault. And so she was experiencing it again. I felt awful. Wow. But it was a powerful moment of television, yeah. which you wouldn't have had time for in you know, a great TV show like Inside Edition. Right. And I feel like this show is going to resonate with everybody because it sort of marries the public's fascination with celebrity news and the whole crime story thing. A lot of the shows now, you know, real crime and all that, they're very, very popular people. There's an appetite for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I just think, you know, we live in a time when, you know, everything is... You know, time is measured by nanoseconds. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you slice a nanosecond any skinnier? I don't know. Um, a message is 140 characters or less. Most of us don't even pick up the phone to call a friend. We text them. So there's this this rapidity um, and, and, and fast pace to all of our lives that it's difficult probably for people to sit for an hour and watch a whole TV show on something. Um, but I think it's kind of important for us to do that because I worry about what's going to happen to our brain. I know. If, if we don't slow down every now and then. It's, I worry about it for my kids. Yeah, you know, I was going to talk to you about your family in terms of, you know, you, you've obviously made some career decisions based on your family, your your mm-hmm. uh, wife, your mother of, of three. Um but you have really had a career that has been, I mean, you have, you've been relevant for a very, very long time. You're very well respected. Thank you. Um, and yet you, you've been very present, it sounds like, to your family. What do you hope that your kids take away from that? Well, it's funny. My daughter um, is just about to finish her freshman year in college. And when we were packing her up last summer, you know, I had one of these emotional moments as we're folding T-shirts or whatever, <laughs> jamming them into a duffel bag. And I looked at her and I said, it's too late now. <laughs> you know, we can't change history. Yeah. I said, but I have to ask you, did I screw things up by working the entire time you've been alive, including the day she was born? Nine hours after my daughter was born, I was on TV doing Inside Edition Stop from my Stop it. Hospital. Is that true? Are you it serious? True. Oh, I work for I crazy people, imagine. and I think we can also say, and a crazy person works for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they said, oh, there's nobody who can do the show. They actually asked me to come down to the sidewalk and do the on-camera part of the show. I said, are you kidding me? I said, they haven't let me walk to the bathroom yet. I'm pretty sure the sidewalk is out of range. I, literally, I work for, for Maniac. I know. How, do you get, how are you camera ready nine hours after giving birth? I don't think well, I was camera ready. Re- you say, if it's okay with the hospital that you guys can come with a camera crew, the <sighs> hair and makeup person comes an hour before anybody with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly so right. Actually, I joke when I make speeches, to hospitals or stuff like that, I'll say, you know, if you guys want to increase your maternity business, you put a staff hair and makeup per- person on your maternity floor because everybody has that obligatory picture of the baby. Every baby looks the same, right? I don't care. They just all look the same when they come out. Mm-hmm. And the mother looks like five miles of, of bad road. So if you have a <laughs> hair and makeup person who's going to make you look pretty for that first picture, I'm going to go to that hospital. You yeah, know? exactly. It's expensive wherever you go. Pick the one that's got the makeup person. You know, it's but funny. I digress. So anyway, I said to my daughter, I said, did I mess things up right. by working the whole time? And she looked at me and said, God, no. She said, Mom, it would have been awful if you'd been around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. then she said, and besides, you have a really cool job. Oh. And so I've been a role model 
to my daughter and to her girlfriends and and now you know and and my boys who are older their friends look at me as a resource to talk to you know how do you negotiate this um, what advice can you give me about that? Anybody who's interested in the media, the kids all come to me. You know, what do you think about this? Blah, blah, blah. So it's nice. It's, it's paying it forward to the next generation. That's right. Your kids are proud of you. And they're, you know, I also have a freshman in college. It's funny, a lot of parallels here. And it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I think she's finally starting to see a little bit. Like she used to just think, whatever, I do what I do. I go off and... Um, now it's sort of like, yeah, she won't say she thinks it's cool what I do. She says, my friends think it's cool what you do. Well, there you go. <laughs> so That's it's all coming. You need to hear, though, I know. It? It's coming. If you're just waking up and tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and delighted to be chatting with longtime anchor and award-winning journalist Deborah Norville. We've been talking about her new show, Exposed with Deborah Norville on Reels, and about her professional and personal journey. Let's continue. And I want to ask you, too, I was going to say, one thing I learned about you just recently is that you're like a crazy crafter and you have like your own yarn collection and everything else. Is that something that you do as a hobby, a business, a passion? No, it's a business. It's a business. business. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's funny. Joan Rivers was a good friend of mine and, and she would... It was, it was the expression that she used whenever uh, an opportunity, a freelance opportunity, would come come along. She, her question was always to her assistant, Jocelyn, is it Vegas money? <laughs> Vegas money must be really good, because if it was Vegas money, you would basically, like, walk over your dead child to get in to go and do this job. And, you know, it's not Vegas money, but, you know, it's, it's a business. And yeah. it's also a passion. And what I love about my yarn business is, and it's a licensing thing, I work with a wonderful company in Carolina called Premier Yarns. And you can find the yarn, you can go to my website and click through, or it's at Joann's, which is, um, you know, everywhere. Everywhere, like, yeah. Joann's. Um, and what I love about it is, first of all, it's affordable. It's a product that I think the most expensive ball of yarn we sell is maybe six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Oh, okay. But, yeah, the popular stuff is like you know three ninety nine, three fifty, something like that. So it's affordable. I have a yarn that doesn't pill. It doesn't make those annoying little balls. It's super soft, machine washable. So there's a whole bunch of different kinds of yarn. But the best part of it is when you're crafting something, whether it's knitting or crocheting, just the physical act of that repetitive motion. The research shows is a de-stressor. It's actually a healthy thing for your body mm-hmm. to knit or crochet or needlepoint. That repetitive motion has therapeutic um, effects. An even bigger thing is most of us don't make stuff for ourselves. We make things to give to others. And when you've done that, you've given something that's the product of your time and your heart and your hands, you're giving the ultimate gift of love and caring. And that's so a good point. That you know, I never thought so of it like that. so much to yeah. me that I am spending my time doing this for you. Um, And I think if more of us did something along those lines in this world, it would not be as stressful and difficult a place. That's true. And, you know, I also know that you write books. I mean, you do you do so many things. I often wonder how you sleep. But but I don't do it all at the same time. No, no, you don't. And, and I was going <laughs> to ask you, do you have any, I know you've, you've written books, a lot of self-help books and a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like that you share a lot of your personal journeys, how you how you've overcome you know, difficult times and, and, and sort of empowering other people to do the same. Um, any books on the horizon for you? Any new ones? Um, I need to start writing again. It's, it's funny. I, I either write or I clean closets, and my closets are in pretty good shape right now. <laughs> so you have so no I excuses. I probably need to start writing. But what, I, what I'm fascinated by is the power of the mind. 
Um, and, and my books are all grounded in positive psychology. And, and how can we use, you know, Norman Vincent Peale said, change your thoughts and change your world. How can we use our thoughts and what is the brain science behind some of these things? So my book, Thank You, Power, which was published, I think, in like 16 languages or something like that, hmm. made the bestseller list here in America and in South Korea. The gist of it was when you are in gratitude, you have activated parts of your brain that enable you to make connections and associations to be smarter than you would otherwise if you were in a cranky mindset. That kind of research I find incredibly exciting because it's a template for how to most effectively live your life. And ideal in facts, that's what my career is based on, that's what my books are based on. And so I try to share the facts in a way that regular people um, can employ them in, in, in good ways for their life. I like to say, I read the boring research so you don't have to. <laughs> That's right. And then you dress it up for us. Um, fancy it up for I, you. I know. It. We're running out of time, Deborah. but I want to ask you one more question. Um, looking back at your career, tell us um, so far, what are you most proud of, professionally anyway? Um, being here. <laughs> being here. I was tossed out on my ear, or as the Chicago Tribune put it so elegantly, left for dead on the side of the road after um, I left the Today Show. I remember, yes. No one thought I would ever be on television again, much less now be the longest-serving anchor on American TV. So what I am most proud of is the fact that I am here. And I think there's a message for everyone. Stuff will happen in your life that you didn't deserve, that wasn't fair, that hurt you terribly but it doesn't need to defeat you. And if there's a message I would leave your audience with, it's that. Whatever Perfect. is going on, you can overcome it. I'm proof. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, we can continue to catch you, I know, every weeknight on Inside Edition. And we also will tune into your new show, Exposed with Deborah Norville, on Wednesday nights on Reels. Thank you, Deborah, so much for spending time with us this morning. We hope to check back in with you very, very soon. My pleasure, Sue. Thanks a bunch. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our special guest, Deborah Norville, longtime anchor of Inside Edition and now host of Exposed with Deborah Norville on Reels. We so enjoyed her insight and wish her continued success in both her personal and professional life. Magic's Exceptional Women show has a very simple premise. We shine the spotlight on women who are making a difference and want to share their story to inspire others. We interview celebrities and authors and CEOs, but we are also interested in talking to teens and coworkers and neighbors who are just quietly making a difference. If you know someone someone like that, let us know all about them. Go to magic1067.com, click on Exceptional Women, and then join me every Sunday morning at 7.30. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.